is January 21st. I am Trent Reinsmith, and this is a, another edition of the Daily Come On Now MMA podcast. Well, not so much daily anymore, but I'll keep the name just because, you know, it's the name, and maybe I'll change it back. My intention is always to do this every day, but, you know, sometimes things happen. Like yesterday, Ferns died, so had to, you know, space heat the house, which I'm sure will be a uh, delightful, delightful, delightful electric bill. What can you do? The joy and pleasures of home ownership. All right. So first, Conor McGregor was asked um, about the civil suit that he's facing related to the reported sexual assault from a while back in Ireland. He was asked this question by John Morgan of MMA Junkie at today's UFC 257 press conference. And I'm glad that Morgan asked it. Of course, there were fans in attendance and the reaction of fans when you ask someone, anyone that's on at a, at a fighting pre- press conference, a sports press conference, the reaction of the fans was to boo Mr. Morgan, who is, you know, probably one of the of the nicer folks who covers the media, and yet they booed him just as they booed Mark Ramondi, who also, super nice guy, when he asked about COVID-19 last year. So maybe that's why some folks don't like asking questions that are perceived as anti-fighter or anti-UFC, because if there's crowd around, you're going to get booed, and if Dana White's around, you're probably going to get yelled at from him as well. So, But I applaud uh, Mr. Morgan for asking that question because it should have been asked and it was asked. And McGregor responded with what technically could be considered a lie. Um, he said, it's old news. I was investigated thoroughly over the course of two long years and I was cleared of any wrongdoing and that's it. Now... If anybody knows anything about the courts, being cleared of any wrongdoing does not mean that the case was not taken to, taken up by the prosecutor. McGregor was not cleared of any wrongdoing. McGregor was, as far as I know, was the case was just not picked up by the prosecutors, was not prosecuted. Had he been, and, and that was, and often is the case, in these situations, a prosecutor won't pick up a a case when they don't think they can guarantee a not guilty verdict. Now, could that be because they think the evidence shows that the person is innocent? Or not, I'm, I'm sorry, not guilty? Yeah, that could be. Could it be because they fear what the defense will do to the individual who is filing the charges yeah it could be could it be because that city state country court has a reputation of not prosecuting sexual assault cases yeah could be that too none of these say cleared of any wrongdoing so to say that sounds nice sounds great we can't say that because it didn't go to, because the prosecutor chose not to take it to court. That does not technically say clear of any wrongdoing. Just like not guilty 
doesn't say innocent. Not guilty says you couldn't, the court, the prosecutor could not prove without a reasonable doubt that the person did not do the crime. And we've all seen cases where the evidence has seemed overwhelmingly against someone and yet the defense attorney is able to put that seed of doubt in the jury's mind and if it's there, you can't convict because that's the law. And all it needs is, you know, one person to to say, you know what, I didn't I don't think that that's uh, the way it shook out. So the court system is what it is, but for Conor McGregor to say he was cleared is a stretch. Um, so that's the case. The other thing about this is, this is not the same case. That was a criminal case. The bar in the criminal case is, again, prove beyond a reasonable doubt that what the um, prosecution side said is happened. Very difficult oftentimes to do that. This is a civil case. It is different. You're not cleared of any wrongdoing in a different case quite yet because we. It's, is it going to prosecution? Is it going to the court? Is it going to go before a jury? We don't know. This is a 100% different case. Is it tied to that first case? Yep, it is. But it's seeking damages. It's seeking monetary damages. It doesn't mean that McGregor will go to prison or jail. All it means is that they're going to look at the case, see what is filed in that case, and the jury will make a decision, if it goes that far, as to whether the, the woman will get all of the um, financial amount in damages that she seeks, or some of it, or none of it. So, it is not cleared in this case. And this is, the bar in a civil case is lower than in a... Uh, criminal case. In uh, the civil case, you just have to prove that it's more likely than not that something happened. And from what the New York Times had in the story, there was um, bruises and whatnot on the woman's body. And I think it said on most of her body when she got examined. So I think in a civil case... Yeah, I think um, the defense has a harder time because of the lower bar of of finding someone liable for the damages. So that's that's just the facts. So this is no by no means cleared. Just means didn't get taken up by the prosecutor. And this is what uh, McGregor spokesperson said about that after an exhaustive investigation conducted by the, the Irish police, which in addition to interviews of the plaintiff included interviewing numerous sources, obtaining witnesses' statements, examining closed-circuit footage, and the cooperation of Conor McGregor. These allegations were categorically rejected. The plaintiff knows the facts contradict the assertions, assertions in this lawsuit. Mr. McGregor will dispute any claims and is confident that justice will prevail. So again, this is the uh, PR person speaking, so... We'll see how it shakes out. Um, but right now, no, he is not cleared of this. Not 1% cleared of it. So keep that in mind when people report that he is cleared of it. I would hope that the media does a good job in this 
in saying that this is not the same case. This is a civic, uh, civics, civil suit, not a, not a criminal case. And so you can tie these two together in the story and say it stemmed from that first one, but you can't say that he's been cleared of this. And I hope the media does a better job at this and, and includes some context because to not do so is doing free public relations work for Conor McGregor because it's not true and now you're painting him in your in your stories which are supposed to be unbiased if they're news stories and unopinionated that he was cleared and he wasn't. All it takes is a note to say this is a civil case stemming from the criminal case and it's still up to uh, see if it's going to be prosecuted or not. So not cleared. Don't report it as he was cleared, which I'm seeing a ton of ton of headlines that read that way and it's misleading in my mind and free PR. So good on McGregor for planting that seed. I'm sure that was uh, discussed beforehand with him, with his PR folks and he did a great job landing it. So good for him for that, but doesn't make it true. Um, on to another McGregor thing here. I saw people after the press conference today praising McGregor for more or less not acting like a total uh, prick during the uh, during the media event, not acting outrageous, not just t trash talking, um, bringing booze up to the press conference, wearing you know no shirt under a fur coat, uh, grabbing uh, whatever from out of the hands of his opponent, and just acting you know like a fool. And that was what McGregor was being praised for, for acting like a quote-unquote professional during this press conference. And, and I also saw some people were disappointed that he act out, acted that way. And not acting like an asshole is not a bar that's hard to, 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 to clear. I mean, that's the least you can do. But yet McGregor has establish this reputation as some as a in my mind a clown and people wanted to see it they didn't get it and they were disappointed i don't think that's praiseworthy that's kind of what you're supposed to do you're a professional athlete act like a professional athlete you know don't insult someone's culture someone's religion someone's family all things that mcgregor has done that's not trash talking that's just being a prick and so for, you know, the second time in, in two fights, McGregor wasn't an asshole. That doesn't mean he's rehabilitated. It just means today in Abu Dhabi, where things are also a little different than in America, he didn't act like an asshole. Does it mean he's all of a sudden some kind of good person? No, it just means he's aware of his what the what he looks like in the press right now. And right now, because of the, the civil suit, doesn't look that good. So why would he want to put more um, bad press out there by acting like a fool? I mean, he's, he's aware enough of the media to know that this is not a good look if he goes out there and starts acting like a jackass to Dustin Poirier while this stuff is hanging over his head. Probably the same reason he didn't do it while he was in the lead-up to the Donald Cerrone fight. 
He definitely did it in the lead-up to the Habib fight. Definitely did it in the lead-up to the Floyd Mayweather fight. And and so don't tell me that he's not aware of what his situation is and just playing people here because that's what I believe is happening. He's acting right because he kind of has to act right right now. We'll see what happens after this. We'll see what happens when he gets an opponent who might not be as nice of a guy as as Dustin Poirier is. We'll see how that goes. And if he, if he gets the Nurmagomedov fight, I'm pretty sure he's going to revert back to his own stu- old stupidity. So acting like a professional in the least is what you're supposed to do. Don't applaud Conor McGregor for that. Speaking of acting like you're supposed to do, we heard Dana White uh, last week say that Habib Nurmagomedov was going to watch UFC 257 and that he was going to make his decision about who his next opponent was going to be based on how the two fights at the top of the card are uh, will, will play out. And I guess White was thinking that Nurmagomedov was going to play along with that scenario and make it try and make it believable. But he did not. And in a... I think this was in Russian and then translated. He said he is not coming back. And his words were, I have left it behind. Don't torment me. Let me enjoy what I have for today. And just so you know, I've sacrificed a lot to get to this level. He also said, my mother is the most precious thing I have left. Come on, you won't push me to do things that will disappoint my mother. And if you remember, when he retired after he beat uh, just Gaethje, he said, his mother did not want him to even take that fight. He talked her into it with the understanding that he was going to walk away from the sport after that. And so he was retiring because she did not want him to fight any longer after the death of his father, which in a big picture in the life of Habib Nurmagomedov, if you know anything about that, that kind of makes sense. That request, well, it doesn't kind of make sense. It makes total sense. That request makes total sense. And it also makes sense that since he was already in camp and he and he, he was able to talk his mother into one more fight, which he dominated, went 29-0, and made it clear that he was retiring after the fight. Was he emotional? Yeah, he was emotional. It was the first fight of his life where his father was not around. And yeah, he was emotional because he was retiring. But White made it sound like the emotions were were more based on I don't know what. Um, but And White continued to push him to, re, to, to come back. And then tried to sell the scenario that, oh yeah, he's probably coming back. He's, if, if one guy writes, if, you know, fights a great fight, he's probably coming back. But what, what Nurmagomedov says here is he's not coming back. And I think White did this for one, because he can't accept someone turning him down. And two, because it would build up more more uh, pay-per-view buys for the UFC 257 fight card. But from this, and this is what I said from from the way White's tried to sell us during that uh, announcement on Saturday, I don't think he's coming back. I'd be very surprised. And when White tried to sell the scenario, he was, you know, he wasn't all pumped up. He was kind of, you know, matter-of-factly saying these things. There was no bluster. There was no... Dana White. It was just the guy trying to sell you something that 
even he didn't believe. But he made the attempt, and Nurmagomedov said, you know what, I'm not going to play along with this because it's not true. And he shut it down. He shut it down right here. Will people believe it? I hope so. I do hope so. And now we have McGregor trying to act like he's running from him, which, come on, man. You got tapped out, and you were never really in that fight. Every time you got taken down, you just kind of got wrapped up and held down. So I will go to my grave saying that this fight, from a technical standpoint, McGregor deserved no rematch. It's all about making money for Dana White and Conor McGregor. Habib doesn't really, I never got the idea that he really cares about money. He has it, but is it his main purpose? No. Dana White, Conor McGregor? Hell yeah. So I hope he uh, stays the course here, tells those two clowns to screw, goes back home, lives his life, does what he needs to do, and uh, I believe he'll go into coaching because why not? Why not? Um, I think that's all I have right now. I believe it is all I have right now. So I'll probably be back maybe Friday into Saturday with something to say. We shall see about that. So until then, oh, I do have something else to say. Eh, I'll get it tomorrow. Anyway, I'll be back definitely now because I have something else to say. So I will talk to you all tomorrow. Until then, stay safe.